you know what, and he hadn't told me that before he said it, but that goes right along with the word that Pastor Rob had last week, on the, or two weeks ago, on the hardened hearts. Does anybody remember? A couple weeks ago, Pastor Rob had a word about, I can't remember exactly how it went, but that's confirmation um, that the Lord is trying to, He's trying to work on our hearts, and he's the best heart surgeon. If you remember, his word came out of, we've had so many people that's been battling heart, major heart issues. And let me just say, there's still a few in our church that are still battling. They're having some heart issues right now, right as we speak. Um, so, uh, you know what, we need to allow... Um, the Lord our healer, the Lord our doctor to do some operating on our hearts and church I want to encourage you just for a minute don't always think it's somebody else that needs the heart surgery amen ask the Lord to soften your heart I'm listening to some tapes, I'm going to completely get off target and I probably don't need to but I was listening to a CD today or yesterday about how easily we get taken captive and uh, that there's a difference between being captive, a captive and being a prisoner. And I believe with this softening hearts, I don't believe I, don't believe I can leave here tonight without sharing this with you. And this is not some, it's going to be revelation because it's going to be God's word, but it's going to be something you've heard before. But if you remember... The, the parable of the master and the servant and the debt that the servant owed and it was a debt so large that it could never be repaid and he goes to the master and says master have mercy on me I will pay it have mercy on me and the master says your debt's taken care of and the servant turns right around and goes and finds the person in his life that owed him basically nothing, very minor, and got him by the neck and started to strangle him and say, pay me, pay me. And this servant wound up saying the exact same phrase, have mercy on me, I will repay you. And, and this, this person that was holding this debt against this other, other person had him thrown in jail and it's a picture of forgiveness and how the Lord has forgiven you but when you don't forgive when you go and you hold someone else by the neck for nothing you completely stop the flow of the Holy Spirit and the Lord being able to bless you you completely stop it because the master then says, I will send you to the torturers. Now you can be spirit-filled, you can love the Lord, but if you are carrying unforgiveness, it's no wonder why you're struggling. Because the Lord has forgiven you, but yet you hold somebody else by the neck for nothing. Maybe it is something so huge. Maybe it's something that's happened in your childhood. Let me tell you, it's not worth holding on to. And again, I want to tell you again, forgiveness doesn't say it's, it's okay what you did. 
That's not forgiveness. It's not okay what they did. And it doesn't mean you've got to let them do it again. That's not forgiveness. Forgiveness is I no longer hold you accountable for that. And I choose to let you go. You know it says when we don't forgive that our prayers are hindered? I don't know why the Lord's led me down this road. We've sat here and we've worshipped and we've praised and we've, I feel like we have done good. But that's just, that's just the entryway. You really want breakthrough? Accompany praise and forgiveness. And if you're waiting for that right moment to forgive, or you're waiting for that warm, fuzzy feeling, you're not going to get it. I was listening to tapes about how people would come up and be prayed for, and, you know, there's a difference in being a captive and being a prisoner. Sometimes you can just be a captive, and you know what? We can lay hands on you, and we can pray. And you can be set free quickly. But sometimes you've gone too far. You've taken that unforgiveness, and you've gotten bitter, and you've gotten so hard that you're not just a captive, you're a prisoner. And we lay hands on you, and you know what? You feel a little bit of relief, but you're not completely free. And you know, these people were talking about the next step. You'd pray over them. You'd hear where their heart is. you hear what they're asking for, and we pray for healing. But when we don't see breakthrough, the next thing you pray for is, Father, show us who we need to forgive. I want to encourage you as you go home, as you drive home tonight, pray that prayer. Let's step back for just a second. Do you really want to be free? That's the decision you've got to make. Because if you don't really want to be free, you're not going to forgive. But if you really want to be free, do you know the person you're holding unforgiveness toward, you're not affecting them at all? It's not hurting them at all. It's just hurting you. Pastor, you don't know what I've been through. You know what I don't. But the Lord does. The Lord knows everything you've done. Yet he forgives. And he loved you even when you weren't lovable. He loved you. But I want to encourage you. When you're driving home tonight, just to yourself, maybe when you lay down in the bed, maybe when you get in the shower, maybe right now, Lord, who do I need to forgive? Because I genuinely need breakthrough. I really need what I'm going through to stop. Some of you are being tortured by your life. I believe the word for you tonight is forgive. And you know, out of these things that I'm listening to and being taught by, this person said, and it doesn't have to be a heartfelt forgiveness. You don't even have to feel it. Just do it. Then you get up tomorrow and you may have to forgive them again. You know, there are people in my life I've had to probably forgive 500 times. And I think I've really forgiven them and the next thing you know it stirs back up again and I've got to do it again. People that have moved off and never talked to, what kind of effect do I have on them? None. I'm not being ugly to them and making them know I'm mad at them. 
that just makes me look stupid anyway. Who do I need to forgive? You probably already know. But there may be some things down deep. And you know what David would pray? Show me those dark places in my heart. As Caleb said, you know, as, as he saw Jesus crying, it's got to be a real turn. Playing the game is more of that religious spirit. Either we're going to play the game or we're really going to turn. And I want to turn. I was telling Pastor Rob this week, I want, I want our church to see breakthrough individually like we have never seen before. And the way that happens is by turning. I want breakthrough in your life. But forgiveness is hard. Nobody said it would be easy. Do you all mind to just do one thing with me? Will you just say, I forgive? That's it. There were two sons, and they were asked to do something. And one said he wouldn't, but he did. The other one said he would, but he didn't. Which one did right? Have I confused you already? One said he would do it, but he didn't. Let's just really simplify this. I asked, my, I asked two of my kids to go make my bed. One child says they will, and they don't. The other child says, I'm not going to do it, but they go and do it. Which one did right? The one that did it. They may have had the wrong attitude. Elijah sitting under the juniper tree may have had the wrong attitude, but he cried out to God. The words you just said, I forgive. Attach that to whomever. You don't have to feel it. It's a command. Out of your mouth. It's a choice. Maybe tomorrow you'll feel it. Maybe you won't. Do it again tomorrow until you genuinely let them go. Because I desperately, I desperately need the Lord to hear my prayer. My wife's at home tonight not feeling well. I need the Lord to, he to hear my prayer. My, our kids are all starting school. I got my first one starting high school. I need the Lord to hear my prayer. And regardless of what these people may have done to me, my walk with the Lord's more important that he hears my prayer for the things that I need him to care for. Are we doing it for a reason? Yeah. I mean, I love the Lord. I love him with all my heart. But there are benefits with loving the Lord. And I expect him to be faithful over his word the way I do it when I don't feel like it's because I know there's a reward I know that there's a God on the other side that honors it and responds to it I was telling Pastor Rob this week I believe with all my heart that if we line up with God's word he will do his part You're holding on to that unforgiveness thinking it's something you've got you've to keep. You can't let it go. I'm not going to let that person go. I'm not going to do it. It's too precious to me. It's so stupid. I'm not going to do it. Well, what, what then? What, how would I live my life if I didn't hold this unforgiveness toward this person? 
blessed. That's how you'd live your life. Blessed. Are you struggling? I want you to, I want you to, well, as you go home, if you would, get in your car and ask the Lord, who do I need to forgive? And you know what? If you think maybe Robert, I'm just using his name, then just forgive him anyway. You think, I don't really think I've got anybody to forgive, but that person in the Walmart line that gave me a dirty look, I forgive him. You know what? You start doing the basics and the funny, you'll start getting to the deep. Start. I've not said a single word about praising the Lord as I wanted to finish tonight. But you know what? I believe we've praised the Lord. And now we need to walk this out and start by forgiving. I'm going to close with this. The Lord says, if you don't forgive, I won't forgive you. I can't risk that. Forgive. Father, I thank you for your word. Lord, I thank you that you give us a way to get out of our bitterness and our stubbornness and our growing cold and dry and mean. There is breakthrough to be had. And it's on the other side of the cross. It's on the other side of the blood of Jesus. It's on the other side of the throne of God, the throne of mercy and grace we don't forgive the person because what they did is okay no it's not okay we forgive because the Lord said to forgive and either we're going to do this thing with the Lord or we're not it's time to stop playing games and it is time for real breakthrough as Bruce said it's time for the hearts to turn as Caleb said, it's time for the true worshipers to worship the Lord. It's time for the church that Jesus Christ died for to worship Him in spirit and in truth. Father, bless us. Help us as we get in our car. Reveal to us these dark secrets that we have. And Lord, let us clean out these things that you want us free from. I thank you that right now, as you are forgiving, right now in your spirit, that break, breakthrough from addiction is coming. That breakthrough in relationship is coming. That breakthrough in your finances is coming. Breakthrough in your family is coming. Thank you, Lord. We just bless you, and we honor you, and we love you. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Hope you have a great week. Just know I'm praying for you. I'm praying for your breakthrough. Amen? Amen. Y'all have a great week.